0: On the dotted line, tell it, and lines is ready to give you the business. And you already know, let's talk. Yo, what's going on? My name is Deshaun Lions and this is. Marquise Taylor <laughs> you already know this is on the dotted line today's episode is a real oh, it's a real deep one um very important episode that me 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 and Marquise decide to talk about we're gonna talk about sex trafficking man oh man Keith man the the amount of research I've done with this yesterday man was very
1: disturbing man very it's a disturbing. It's a disturbing thing that's going on. It's been going on, and from what I'm seeing, it's it's getting worse. <clears> it's right. getting worse.
0: It is getting so worse because you on the video you told me, I bet mean, the interview you told me to watch was from, what was the lady, Tony, Tony Rivera?
1: Yeah, Tony D. Rivera. She did an interview on the, um, Breakfast Club. Uh, I think it was in October she did that interview, not too far from Halloween, right? And her
0: story, then was very, very, like, wow, you know, well, like it was crazy because she was, she was like, her story basically, she was, um, she was a young lady and she had a, she had a history where she was five years old, she was molested by her cousins, like her cousins would come. To the house, you know, Big Mama have the, you know, everybody over. It's a family reunion. She's from, I believe, she's from Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she would say, everybody come and and she was molested by her cousins. So sex wasn't nothing. They already took that took that away from her. So she did it So when she was growing up in her teenage years, like she was a fast girl. She was fast, you know. Sex wasn't, you know, it wasn't nothing. So like she would, um, she was saying that she went to Freaknik, Freak, I freak uh, Freaknik. That's how you, that's how you call it. The on um, the like yeah, the Nick little Nick. event, yeah, the event down in Atlanta. You know they had this, um, a lot, a lot of people in this generation don't know nothing about that, but basically it's like an event in Atlanta that everybody go to. It's like a big party, and it's lit. And she went down there with her friends. And, you know, she was, you know, she's a um a young, naive girl. So, you know, what they do to young, naive girls, guys will come and try to take advantage. And a lot of girls don't have money because she said she didn't have money like that. But she had talent. She could sing. She could dance. And then she was doing all of that. And then she says some guy came up to her and said, "Um, you my girl now. And then her being naive like that, she said, yeah, I'm your girl. So, so the guy was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy your cell phone, and you know this and that, and and also I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna take you to I'm um, a studio, and you know back then everybody, you know everybody wanted to be like the rapper and the singer. When you hear like, damn, somebody could give me an opportunity like that, usually somebody that that's very naive they're gonna take, especially if you are young. She was a, she was a, um she said she could sing she could dance and I think the first place, the first person she met that was celebrity was Jermaine Dupree. Um, she met J- Jermaine Dupree. So she was like, Oh, this is real. So she went to the studio, she said she did her thing, and then when she left out, she 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 didn't see she didn't see Jermaine Dupree. She saw like two guys, and then and then she told, I guess the guy that, you know, the guy pretty much that kidnapped her or whatever, but we not at that point yet right now, just this guy just, you know, showing her everything, you know, he's showing her everything, he's the one that took her to the studio time, he, and she uh, she told him, she said, you know, where's Jermaine Dupree, and where we going? He said, oh, you gotta go, um, we gotta go to this hotel, and basically, she goes to the hotel, she saw Jermaine Dupree by, by himself, and, and, and Jermaine, and Jermaine Dupree told her, to, you know, take her clothes off, and mind you, Jermaine Dupree, He don't know this guy is this monster, you know? Like, he's this pimp. He's this guy that's, you know, doing a sex trafficking. And for most cases, a lot of these celebrities don't really know, but some do know. Some don't care because you remember Robert Kraft, when he got in trouble for the massage parlor he was in. Mm -hmm. He 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 got in trouble for that. A lot of these celebrities, you know, they get hooked up with these young girls. That's part of this game. So basically, to sum all, sum all of it up, Jermaine the pre hooked up with her. You know, she didn't really care because she's like, okay, this just sucks. It's an opportunity. And then it ended up being, like, the guy ended up saying, you know, you're mine now. You're not going home. <laughs> you're not going home. This is what you do now. Like, he beat the brakes off of her so she could, um, you know, so she could stay in the situation. She was living, like, in a trap house. And she had to also recruit other girls for sex trafficking. She said she either went to church to, re- to recruit girls.
1: Oh, She said church was the spot to go to because that's where you see where everybody got their problems at. When they do them altar calls, right. she'll, watch, she'll watch who keep on going up there every Sunday. Like, oh, it's time for uh, kids to go back to school or something. Oh, somebody needs some uniforms or, oh, it's prom time. So right. that girl need that prom dress. She, she praying for that prom dress she approached him, yo, I can help you get that prom dress. Just do this, and I got you. they do it once or twice, they see the money rolling in, but after that, after that third time, it's like, yeah, I got your ass. You stuck now. Right. They catch, the catch the young ladies that's like, you know, because when you go to
0: church, and you young, and you, and, you know, you go up, and you speak, and you ask God for forgiveness, you're a broken little girl, you know, you have problems, so, they basically she would say that those are the young ladies that we pray on. The ones that's, you know, they're um they're broken. And it's crazy because it was a it was a case also, I believe she said it was um down south that it was two pastors that was that had a sex trafficking business with mm-hmm. some of the young ladies in the church. Like the shit is crazy, man. It's crazy. And, and for her to get out of that joint, to her to get out that situation, it shows how strong she is. And is and we're very fortunate that she told her story because now she's in the position to also help. But that but she said that wasn't the case at the beginning when she stopped. She said what happened was somebody tried to take her kid off in a subway.
1: Oh, yeah, she said that's what made her want to share her story because that was after she had got out that yep. somebody had tried to take her kid. And she, after that ordeal, she was like, damn, that's probably karma for me having my part in it back in the day, recruiting all them girls. So that's why she started going out and telling her story and trying to help because she even helped rescue a few girls she was talking about up there. She'd go out or somebody. Yep. You know, she know one of her close friends or whatever, they'll be out there, one of her team members, and they'll be out there and they might catch a girl like, oh, that's the girl that uh, that we've been seeing the posters about. That's the missing girl. And they would send it back to her and she would go into how she would uh, go, go about getting that girl out. Like she would approach the girl or she would get in this disguise and try to get close to the girl. And talk to him like, yo, I can get you out. You want to get out or whatever? Or she'll just take it to the uh, police station. And they'll go in and, you know, they'll break the whole thing up, of course. But, yo, that, that sounds like some... Somebody even said, like, some Harriet Tubman type stuff. Like, Basically, she out... you're like a superhero right now trying to save people. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: And she's saying that it's, get, it's the She said the reason why it's getting worse now... It's the simple fact that now they targeting colleges. And now they're, you know, like college applications. You know, they'll have like, you know, get the young girls to sign and then when they have like the interview, they can slip things in their drink. So they could be, you know, um, they could be like, you know, melting their freaking head. So it's like they, they attack people in colleges. They attack it, they put it in their food, um, you know, you know the casting couch already when it comes to like, you know the um the industry that, mm-hmm. and we can also talk about young boys too. That's not even mentioning, you know, um when, when we hear like cases in these uh, cathedral churches and 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 freaking these um these um uh, these sick popes that be, you know, they'll never say anything, but like you have these cardinals that be you know, bringing boys inside and stuff like that, because the boys never get mentioned
1: either. Yeah, it's... Well, I'm not going to say it's harder because at the end of the day, that's an that's a effed up thing to happen to anybody, and it's hard on anybody that it happened to. Right. But I saw another interview she had. Um, I forget the show she was on, but she got into it about the boys, and she was talking about, like, how it is some dudes out there that's just on some really sick crazy stuff and they they sometimes they'll look for like little gay boys but most of the time they don't even be looking for gay boys they look nah, they straight, straight boys. boys yeah right and she said the reason like one of the reasons you know you don't hear too much about it talking about from the little boys themselves is because as men obviously we're not supposed to be you don't want to feel weak, or you don't, right, you don't feel, like you feel you don't want to feel like, Yeah, like somebody got like, damn, he got that off on me. That's crazy. People gonna clown me. But the truth of the matter is that's something that's hard to come out with, but you still gotta come out with it because it helps to get to get the information out so we can start getting rid of these motherfuckers. Right. At the end of the day, because <laughs> it's gonna keep happening, it's gonna continue it happens all over the world and another thing um Tony Rivera she was saying was like a lot of a misconception that a lot of people have is that oh it happens in third world countries or it happens in other countries she said no it is very much alive in America what they're doing and she even got into like the different holidays like she said halloween is like one of the worst holidays
0: oh, cuz you had to walk around
1: in the mask somebody walk around the mask oh, got me a kid Got me another one. Like they right. just matching kids up randomly, and the way that they—I'm not gonna get into the training because that that shit made me sick to my stomach. But like the way she said that they start these young these young girls off or whatever. She said like age four and five with some of the stuff they be teaching them. I'm like that shit is crazy. That was too much for me there. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, when she when she um she went to details with that man. I, I was like oh my God like it was so graphic and' it's, and you know having sisters you know you you start to get heated you know you, you, you start to get heated with stuff like that and it's like it's, it's crazy it, and you know these these young girls is they're so you know they'll they 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 are easy to be manipulated and they'll they'll put them in a vulnerable state like all the time and and like you said holidays you know like Halloween, when I was, because when I was walking coming back home from work, and I see how many little kids and young kids walking by themselves in in the area that I live at, whatever, they could easily be scooped up. They could easily be scooped up, like like that. They could easily be scooped up. So that's why she would say, like you know, they call them shop the um shopping seasons, you know, because they're they're easy to get scooped up. And also, we gotta we gotta these parents, these parents, they need accountability because nowadays and and see this is what we talk about in one of our shows that you know parents um it's it's hard for them now because they're working longer than hours they're working two jobs most especially in the African American community it's you know basically we're raised with a single mother so it's very it's very challenging for her to be able to um to listen to her kids and know what their kids is doing and where, know what their kids is exactly going. So those be the ones that's, you know, they, they're prey because, you know, they're, they're basically by themselves and they basically try to figure things out and they feel like they missing that, um, they, they missing that love from their parents. So that's why she said like Hispanics and um, the African-American kids is the most targeted ones, uh, the young ladies. So it's just, so now it's like, it's getting, it's getting crazier now. It's getting crazier. And we're going to also talk about Kanye West, what he said about the sex trafficking. He was one he was, he went to Joel Osteen's church, but we got to take a quick commercial break. I can't believe 15 minutes is already up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break. we are gonna talk about Kanye West on uh, comments about sex trafficking. We'll be back at 2.2. Yep. Yeah. And we're back. We're back. This is On the Dotted Line. We're talking about sex trafficking. Very serious topic we're discussing right now. And we're going to discuss Kanye West comments. Kanye West, he went to Joel Osteen's church. You know, Kanye is on his um Jesus is, um, Jesus is King tour. And he, he's, you know, showing everybody, you know, he's a Christian. and He gave his, um, you know, he gave his life up to Christ and he had these comments. Kanye says strip clubs are another form of sex trafficking. Kanye West say he believed that strip clubs are equivalent to sex trafficking. West spoke at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas, on Sunday, November 17, 2019, where the controversial rap artist went on a rant about his thoughts about uh, strip clubs. Um, Keith, do you agree? Do you think strip clubs is... Um, is like sex trafficking.
1: Well, I definitely think it's possible. <laughs> I definitely think it's possible. I'm not gonna sit here and say, of course, every single strip club. But uh, you know, I'm not really a strip club person anyway. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. Uh, it's still a place where you know, of course, you got half naked women and girls at or whatever. Apparently, you're gonna get a few that get through there that that night not quite of age, or you know somebody could have connections to that uh to to a sex trafficking uh, ring or something like that, and they could bring them girls in because we all know it's certain strip clubs you go to. We ain't gonna say no names, nothing specific, but we all know there are definitely ones you could go to and you can go in that back room. Right, you know, put a little extra bread down, get some things done. But um, yeah, I'm. I would definitely say, yeah, not all, of course, but it's yeah, it's possible. Right. And he
0: also he's and he also said um, he said if there's an advertise if there's an advertisement for a strip club that is advertising sex trafficking, and he um, I'm gonna say, he spoke he spoke a little bit. About, he said. They got posters advertising sex trafficking, sex trafficking because if there's an advertisement for a strip club, there's an advertisement for sex trafficking. Yeah, explain around, r- around the, at the end of the, at the end of the night, when they close up, the manager says, how much traffic do we have? He adds. And he continued. So if, if it's a man, if it's a man that's going through things with his family or going through things at work, and he feels he has to go there we we all end up participating or whether it's the spirit that get advertised to us all the time alcohol they call it they call it a spirit so we get we get constant advertising for spirits we get constant advertisement for strip clubs and other things like that but then we bring up the same we bring up the name of jesus we told to be quiet we added reference his gospel album Jesus King so even for someone who who um, professes god the devil is going to come and do everything he can to distract people from knowing how to fully be in service of to the lord cuz you know he's you know he's doing this whole Jesus tour so basically he's talking about like um the media the, the media and you know, how society society promotes this. So Society promotes sex trafficking. Do you also agree with that? Like society promote this type of behavior?
1: I would say, yeah, they they promote sex. Oh, that, absolutely. That, that sounds that's obvious. When you go and you look at people modeling, the model is nine times out of ten what? Sexy, they're attractive, they're Good you know what I'm saying? Or even when it comes down to like any pretty much anything almost that gets advertised. You put a pretty Facebook behind it or somebody with a nice body or a half dress and there you go. That makes people want to buy it or get involved with it.
0: Right. And you also see and that's why you also see young girls, young girls, Looking at these, you know, these celebrities like Cardi B. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't like judging people that I don't know. They, you know, they're celebrities. I'm just going by what I see, and you know, Cardi B was a stripper. Megan the Stallion was a stripper. Cash Dolls a stripper. And these are these are the women that are successful now. So young women is starting to look at that lane. You see, like Instagram models, you know, showing their assets, and yo. Keith, is so crazy right now. You see young girls, 14, 15, on, on Instagram, you know, being, um, you know, trying to be sexy like these girls, they, they, these older adults. So now, since that's what they see that is a successful woman, they feel like they have to do that. And now you have these sick men, they, they feel like that's an opportunity. And the young ones, they're easy to manipulate because they don't know nothing. So that's why these parents if they need to be held accountable for this. They need to, you know, put they need to make sure they they communicate with their kid and they know exactly what their kid is doing because they already they already have to compete with the media. They have to compete with social media, they have to compete with the advertising business because it's promoting this type of behavior. So if they and also there's laws in place that some of these some of these cases when the, the sex trafficking business it don't like these guys that get caught they not doing crazy time they not I think the the woman um I think the woman Tony Rivera she said it they're not doing crazy time because they look at these young girls like oh you're a hoe or oh, you're a prostitute. They they not looking at they not looking at it, um like that. So they so most cases they the dudes that's doing this shit they not even getting in trouble. And you got and you got powerful powerful guys and in the industry that takes advantage also. You see what R. Kelly done. R. Kelly was telling, you know, he's promising young girls, you know, singing careers, and he ended up having sex with them, the young ones. And it's it's crazy. And this and and, all, and and like this culture back when we was um, you know, in the nineties, this was completely ignored. It's ignored now, but people started to talk about it more. But like this behavior, they didn't really have a voice. It was nobody really talking about it. Like a lot of young ladies, I was talking about it. They was, um, they was getting called. Oh, you're a hoe anyway. You are a slut anyway. And that's why I feel like it's important for us to do this, um, do this topic because, man, it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. And it's, <laughs> and keys, you've been talking about. You know. What was that? What was that show we talked about? Um, Euphoria. Oh yeah. We're Euphoria. About, yeah, we talking about how all these things are starting to get accepted now and stuff like that. This behavior is getting accepted now, to the point that it's it's going to be the norm, and we can't we can't allow this to happen. We can't allow this to happen. And and I don't have any kids, but I'm I'm terrified to have kids in this <laughs> in this area. Terrified.
1: Yeah, and. <clears throat> It's not just um it's not just the kids that's um checking like around cause it's is they getting like really young kids too. It'd be kids that have um that have both parents in the house too. Like it at certain points it's just they look for any way that they could get their hands on the kid. Uh snatching them up is just one of the ways, but I know uh Tony Rivera, she went over a few different ways they'll do it. And we did too. Uh, you said the casting couch and yeah, the cast, I like that. they give you promises and everything and I, she said something else that I agree with. I think uh, people really do just need to be more involved in their kids' lives. Not saying that people aren't, but <clears throat> it could just be that one time where, yeah, I'm going to Lisa House. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay. They go and they don't come back. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like, even with that, like the stuff that they're starting to get away with nowadays is just, oh, it's ridiculous. To be honest with you, man, I ain't got no more talking because this stuff is, this stuff is crazy. Because I, I had, I actually had a situation where, um, I was working somewhere and we was in a, uh, in a supermarket. Now, I was working in a supermarket. We we both know which one, but I ain't going to say the name of it.
0: Yeah, I know. But
1: it was a situation where a kid, he lived in a building across the street. This boy, he was, I don't even think the boy was older than seven. He was like six, five, six. It was a young boy. And he came and walked into the store. And I'm seeing him walk around and he going in the, the freezer and stuff, taking stuff out, putting it on the floor. He, you know, doing stuff kids do. And I'm like, he ain't got no shoes on. Where's where his parents at? Like, where's his mother? Where's his father? And come to find out, I went and I was like, yo, where's your mother at? So nobody knew. So I had to take him to the front of the store. We kept them up, up in the front, you know, with the cameras and all that, and the security booth was at. And we had to call the cops. Wow. The cops. So the cops came. The cops like, yo, where's his mother at? You know, they did some investigating. And it took like a good two hours to find where his mother was at. Come to find she wasn't home. I guess it was somebody that was watching him or something upstairs. And they fell asleep. And the door was open. This wow. little boy, He walked. All the way out his building, and mind you, I, I can't remember what floor it was, but it wasn't a, a first floor type thing. He came from like a third floor, walked down the steps, crossed the street by himself, and came in that store. I'm like, Yo, she came. The mother was distraught when she finally got to the store, like, she was upset. She's like, Oh, what happened with it? blah blah blah. I'm like, I wish you would have had that same energy earlier. Right. right. But, yeah, and like a thousand things went through my mind. I'm like, if I wouldn't have said nothing and tried and brought this boy to the front and we would hadn't called the cops, that would have been another kid on the list. Another kid on the list. Man. That, that would have been a kid on the list for anything, not even just sex trafficking. Somebody could have somebody could have just wanted to I don't know, kill him or do like anything could have happened. Anything,
0: anything could have happened. happened, and and that's and all and that's why these parents, man, that's why also these these kids is having kids. That's why you see a lot of grandmothers at the age of thirty five. You know they don't know anything, and they don't they don't they don't know how to be a parent. And that's another thing that's real scary because kids is having kids. You know, fifteen year old having having the kid like that's way too young. So we also got to deal with that. So, like, like to wrap this whole whole thing up, we got the the parents. Y'all have, you know, y'all have a kid now. Y'all have a kid. Y'all wanted to have a kid for both parents. Y'all have to. you have to know exactly what your kid is doing. You have to communicate with the kid without, you know, um, you know, without pressuring them any type of way. But you have to be in the kid's life. You need to know what the kid is doing. You need to know what the kid, like the lady said, you need to know their friends, you need to know their friend's mother. You need to know everything that goes on. Everything that goes on in that kid's life. Because it's very challenging now, especially now parents is working longer hours. Now you got both parents working. Remember, back in the day, the mother was the one that was staying home most of the time. The one the the uh, kids that have both parents. The mother is the one staying at home with the kids, when while the father is, you know, he's working. Now, since inflation and the cost of living is going up, both parents have to work now, and and more women have opportunities to to work great great jobs. So so you can't substitute. Oh, I got to make sure my kid have everything, have a better life. You can't substitute that with the material things because. That's not love, and that's not helping your kid grow. Helping your kid grow is being being fully invested in that kid's life, fully invested in that kid's life. So that's to um to wrap up this this episode. Um, um, uh, shout out, shout outs, get drag podcast, one of the best sports podcasts on the planet. Um, my boy No Moss went in on Colin Kaepernick. Um, that that topic. So check it out. Go to YouTube right now. Get drag with a D. Pot. Oh no, no. Get drag show. My fault. Get drag show on YouTube. Subscribe. Check out all the episodes. Like all that good stuff. And also follow us on IG on the dotted line eighteen. On the dotted line eighteen, we have everything. Please download the app in our description box. So, because you got everything, we got the YouTube, the store. We got everything. So please, please. Follow us on on the dotted line eight ten.
1: Anything we else? Anything we need to promote? Oh you know we gotta do uh mask on photos. That's you guys can right. check out at mask on photos on Instagram. Anybody in the LA area that needs a photographer, need to get that picture taken. That's the man you want to holler at at mask on photos. Right. Keith, wrap it up with a final thought of this episode. Man, listen. We got so many damn problems. In this world. <laughs> we got Love the it, we got climate control. We got it, it. Ain't really a laughing matter, but we we got this sex trafficking stuff going on. Just everybody, you got kids, nieces, nephews, little ones around you. Just do your best to keep an eye out and for any of the any information that you get on. Any of these girls that are missing, or these young boys that's missing, I'll say just spread it around as much as possible because I hear that that definitely helps. You put it up on uh, Instagram, you know, you see the photos up there that they share on Facebook. It helps. It helps. It helps. So that's about it. Oh, they have a, they have a number
0: down um, for the National Human Trafficking Hotline. I guess this is for help. If, uh, if you know anybody or if you see any, see any shady things or you've seen any, you know, any vans getting picked up, you know, picking anybody up, 1-88-373-7888. one That's the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Um, the, uh, you can text two three three seven three three text HELP or INFO. Hours is 24 hours, seven days a week. Languages, English, Spanish, and, and 200 more languages. The website is human hotline.org. That's to help people out there. But, yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Um, please share, like, subscribe. This is a very important episode. But my name is Deshaun Lines, and this is Marquis Taylor. And we out. Peace out. Deuces.